Guys, I absolutely have to start with this. Big ups to Emma Johnson, DC native and District Divided listener. This logo is awesome. I absolutely love it. And because of that new logo, I'm now able to put it on iTunes and Spotify. And the podcast is being reviewed by Google Podcasts right now. So, Emma, thank you so much for the new and improved District Divided that is now on many different platforms. Now, on to sports. Everything is canceled. What sports? NHL, NBA, MLB, MLS have all suspended their seasons. The MLB has suspended it before it's even begun. And March Madness is just totally canceled. All conference tournaments have been canceled. None of them are playing anymore. It's absolute madness. The coronavirus has successfully taken over the world. Coachella is gone. Pearl Jam actually had a tour that was going to be happening, but that's canceled. South by Southwest, 34th annual one in Austin, Texas, which is a 10-day event. That's canceled. It's just insane. So the deep dive today is actually going to be on the coronavirus. You know, what it is, what to do about it why people are being quarantined, things like that. So I'll be talking about that and trying to deliver only facts. I'm not going to be delivering opinions here. I just want people to be informed on what it is. I feel like, you know, it's a responsibility of mine now that I have listeners, right, to uh, make sure that everyone is on the same page there. So we have our State of the Union because there were sports played last week. And then we have that deep dive on coronavirus and on the docket, You know what? I may just wing that. I have no idea what's on the docket. Everything's suspended. Maybe I'll tell you a story. No clue. Let's get into the State of the Union. Man, it just feels so weird still. Everything is canceled. But again, like I said, there were sports last week. So starting with the DC Defenders. Got a 15-6. Oh, that's a low-scoring game. 15-6 win versus the St. Louis Battlehawks. The defenders are now 3-0 at home, but it wasn't thanks to Cardale Jones, who was 0-2 with an interception. And so he ends up getting benched for Tyree Jackson. On Tyree's very first throw, 9-yard touchdown to Kari Lee to put us up 6-3. That drive was aided by Jarrell Presley, who had 3 carries for 34 yards. He finished with 15 carries for 107 yards in the game, including a spectacular play that you just have to see to believe. I checked DC Defenders for their Twitter page for that because it was an absolutely insane play where three guys tried to tackle him and he seemingly just walked over them and just gained another 15-20 yards. Really cool. Tyree Jackson finished 9-14 of for 64 yards and that one touchdown. No interception, so that was a positive. The defense and special teams were great. Six points allowed. Huge stop on 4th and 1 at our 5-yard line on a QB option. And then a block punt with 5.30 to go to give us first and goal at the four. And of course, we end up kicking a field goal instead of scoring, making it a one-possession game because we're only up nine. Another huge stop on fourth and one on our 24-yard line. Matt Jones, former third-round pick of your Washington Redskins in 2015, was the one that got stuffed on the play. Up next for the defenders, probably a break. But just in case they don't take that break, 
It's against Dallas, who are 2-0 on the road, actually, but they've lost all three at home. So they're 2-3 overall. The defenders, again, at home, 3-0. We'll see if the game happens. Moving to basketball, the Washington Wizards actually had a pretty good week. They went 2-1. A 118-112 win versus the Hawks. Bradley Beal led the way with 35 points. Davis Bertans chipped in 17. And Jerome Robinson, who's looking like a nice little pickup for the Wizards, had 14 points. Then we go and play the Heat. The Miami Heat are a very good basketball team. We were at home, but we only put up 89 points, and that's not that crazy when it comes to the Miami Heat. Again, a very solid defensive team. The points were spread amongst three players primarily. Bradley Beal with only 23 relative to his 30 points per game that he's been doing. Shabazz Napier with 27 points, and Davis Bertans with 25. Unfortunately, only 14 points for the rest of the team. That's not gonna get it done, not against the Miami Heat. And then finally, against the Knicks, a 122-115 victory. We were down 16 at the half. It actually looked like we were gonna lose to the Knicks, but we took over in the second half, specifically the third quarter, where we had 33 points to the Knicks 17. So it was level going into the fourth, and we just took over from there. Bradley Beal specifically took over. He had 39 points. The Maryland Terrapins, ah, this is, it's just depressing talking about college basketball, knowing it's basically over. But let's talk about the Terps because they had themselves a hell of a season. A big win on senior night versus the Michigan Wolverines, ranked number 25, 83-70, clinched a three-way share of the Big Ten regular season title, and that was shared with Michigan State and Wisconsin. Anthony Cowan Jr. had 20 points. He was on the first team all Big Ten, as was Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith was also third team All-American, so congratulations to Jalen Smith. Well done. And Aaron Wiggins was named all Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year. Unfortunately, like I said, the Big Ten tournament was canceled and there's no March Madness, which the Hoyas weren't going to participate in no matter what. Two heartbreaking losses to mercifully end the season before all the cancellations and stuff like that. They were up four with a minute to go versus number 14 Villanova. They lose by one on an and one goaltending call. That is peak Georgetown Hoyas and peak for this season if you know what they've been through. And then in the Big East tournament against St. John's, up 62 to 52 with six minutes to go. Of course they lost that game. St. John's goes on a 23 to nothing run to finish the game with a huge assist from the home crowd. March Madness. It's a good thing it's not happening because they were gonna do it with no fans. And honestly, it wouldn't have been the same. St. John's, for example, does not win this game against Georgetown without the home crowd that they have at the Big East tournament. So it's probably better off that it's not happening at all. But once again, the Hoyas had no chance of making the NCAA tournament. So for them, they are completely unaffected by the news. Moving on to hockey, the Caps had three games. They went one and two, but took four points from the three games. It was a 5-6 overtime loss at the Rangers. Carl Haglin, Ilya Kovalchuk, Garnet Hathaway, Ovechkin had two. Those were the goal scorers. Mika Zibanejad had five goals for the New York Rangers. Five, including the OT winner. Then we had the Pittsburgh Penguins. For whatever reason, that's been our get-right game recently. And we won 5-2. Nick Dowd had two. Nicholas Backstrom had one. Richard Panik had one. TJ Oshie had one. So this game was over early too. It was 3-0 after the first period. It was even 4-0 into the third period. Just a blowout. Love it. And then of course we go to Buffalo who are not very good this year and we lose 2-3 in a shootout. So you get another point there. 
Ovechkin and Orlov with their goals over there. And yeah, I mean, next for them, also chilling. No further games until we figure out what's going on with this virus. Soccer. DC United had one of the most interesting games I think you'll see for quite some time. Rodolfo Pizarro for Inter Miami. We played Inter Miami, by the way. Rodolfo Pizarro put them up 1-0 early. And Miami deserved the lead. They were more active in the first half. Just 1-0 was fair. Insane. 12-minute stretch in the second half. Roman Torres, the center back and last defender for Miami, had a pretty bad giveaway to Julian Gressel that resulted in a potential handball. This was around the 50th minute. In the 51st minute of the same play, like 20 seconds later, Lewis Morgan scores for Miami to put them up 2-0. But then they go to VAR because of that Roman Torres play. Video assistant review for those who don't know what it stands for. They take a look at the potential handball. They deem it to be a handball. So they erase the goal, meaning Miami's still up 1-0 instead of 2-0. And they give Torres a red card. So now it's no goal and a red card for Miami. Three minutes later, Edison Flores gets fouled in the box. And Yamil Assad ends up putting it away. So it's 1-1 now. And then literally two minutes after that... Edison Flores takes a free kick that hits the post, and Frederic Briant ends up scoring on the rebound. It was a really nice half volley, but it put us up 2-1 with about 30 minutes left. And Miami started pushing and pressing, but they couldn't uh, find a way to put it away with the 10 men. So we end up winning 2-1 in, again, an absolutely insane game. Now, of course, the MLS is suspended as well. So what does this all mean? We have no idea, but now it's time for the reason for all these suspensions, let's get straight into the coronavirus. All right, so there's been a lot of talk about the coronavirus. There's over 128,000 cases worldwide, and there are over 1,600 here in the United States. And there have also been over 4,700 deaths worldwide so far. So it is certainly something that we need to monitor and we need to be aware about. And so now I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. What is it? What is the coronavirus that everybody's talking about? It's a family of viruses, of which four of them can infect humans that we know about so far. And you've probably heard about all three of them. There is SARS, which is Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. There's MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. And there's the common cold. So those are three of them right there. The common cold is actually a part of the coronavirus. And then there's COVID-19, and that's probably the term that you're all familiar with and have heard about on social media, CNN, you know, Fox, like all, all the major media outlets are saying COVID-19, everyone's talking about COVID-19, and it's all just a respiratory condition. Well, what are the symptoms? So COVID-19 is typically associated with a fever, and then it's followed by a dry cough and a runny nose. And in some cases, there's going to be diarrhea as well. And that's probably in the more severe cases. For most of us, and I want to stress this, for most of us, it's going to feel like the common cold. You may get a low fever. You may get that dry cough. You may get that runny nose. But it's not going to be much more than that. How is it transmitted? Well, here's the thing. It's transmitted quite easily just as easily as the common cold is. You know how sometimes you'll sneeze, and please do that in your elbows, by the way, uh, but you know how sometimes you'll sneeze and or you'll cough, and all of a sudden it might somehow just end up on your hands, even if you are sneezing in your elbow, and then you like touch something, right? 
or you touch somebody or you shake hands with somebody and then they basically touch their face boom that's pretty much it that's how it's transmitted it's just like the common cold it's just germs going from one person to another so that's how it's transmitted and honestly given the lack of testing that's happened here in the united states there are definitely a lot more people that have it than we know about but that's again not a reason to panic so am i going to die no probably not the mortality rates are as follows by age group ages 10 through 39 it's 0.2 okay ages 40 through 49 it's 0.4 percent age 50 through 59 is 1.3 percent 60 through 69 3.6 percent 70 through 79 is 8 percent now that's high and 80 plus is 14.8 percent so if you are older and listening to this podcast which would be impressive but yeah if you're older then yeah it is scary and it's very important that you do quarantine yourself and you do make sure that you're indoors but for those you know, people that are interacting with this a lot more, and I'm talking about that 10 to 39, 10 to 49 range, it isn't really going to be that scary. It's going to be like the common cold for the vast, vast majority of us. And it's important to note that. So in fact, there could be some of you that already have it and just don't even know it. I'm not even talking about being asymptomatic. I'm talking about your cold right now could be the coronavirus. That's it. You know, that's what it could be. So the panic that you guys might be seeing in the media, first off, it's clicks. Like, you know, people lo- people give in to fear as a whole. As soon as, you know, the peer pressure that occurs, as soon as one person gets scared, then another, then another, and then it multiplies exponentially. And all of a sudden, we're canceling all these things. And, and by the way, that's the right thing to do. And we're going to get into that in a moment. But we do not have a vaccine right now. We hear about celebrities getting it, like Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, who are teammates for the Utah Jazz. Mikel Arteta, it just broke uh, that the Arsenal manager has it as well. And it is, you know, hitting a lot of people and a lot of people that don't even know they have it. Because again, some people are asymptomatic. The truth is, it is going to affect a number of people and we have not tested enough folks. And I think that uncertainty is what's scaring people more than anything else. Because no... Odds are you are not going to die, okay? Again, those percentages for people our age, very, very low, and you're going to be able to handle it. But they're canceling everything, right? Like, they're canceling March Madness, they're canceling the NHL, MLB, MLS, suspensions, you know, whatever the technical term would be. But you got to relax. The reason they're doing it is to prevent the spread of it at the current rate which is stunningly consistent throughout the world. It's around 33% per day. So we need to be smart about spreading this to the people that are really at risk, which is the, who are the elders in the population, right? They're the real at-risk population here. Now, as of right now, a person who has it on average is passing it to around two and a half people. And that is not something doctors like. That's not something we like because that is growing at an exponential rate. It is not containable at that rate. So the reason you're seeing everything get canceled now is because we want to drop that ratio to one to one, ideally below that. So every one person is infecting only one other person or half of a person, right? In this case, meaning, you know, two people are infecting one person overall. So 
that's the real reason things are being canceled. It's not because the moment you step outside, you're going to die or you're going to get such a severe illness that it's, you know, going to take you over and you're just, you know, going to be in a hospital for weeks on end. The real reason is just to contain the virus. And even if you did get it again, when you, if you are younger, it is not a big deal. Okay. There will be some severe cases. That's a fact with the flu as well. You know, but overall, again, for the vast, vast majority of us, it should end up being just fine. It should be nothing more than maybe a slightly more severe common cold. It could even be the common cold. It could be completely nothing. It could just be asymptomatic and you had no idea you even had it. So what do you do? Well, first off, you should wash your hands and be clean. You should be doing that anyway, but it's very important and more than ever that you do take your time and you wash those hands properly. The CDC is talking about 20 seconds. Just do it. You know how much time, you know, we, we're always on to the next thing. We always have so many things to do, but oftentimes we always have more than enough time to actually do it. So take your time, wash your hands, make sure you're being clean and you're being responsible and you're not pulling a Rudy Gobert and you're not touching freaking everything at a press conference. Just be smart. Be smarter about touching your face. That's how, again, we were talking about how it gets transmitted. The probability skyrockets when you're touching your face constantly and you, you're not washing your hands. So just be a bit smarter about that. Other things you can do. You can avoid large gatherings of about 50 to 100 people or more than that. But it's also very important that you see your friends because too much self-isolation can actually result in, you know, decreasing levels of solid mental health so it's very important that you're not too self-isolated and that you are reaching out to friends or how about family that maybe you don't talk to as often these days and friends over the phone you know this is a great opportunity to catch up with people in your life that maybe you've been meaning to but just haven't had the chance to if you are not cooking food for a night maybe think about takeout food instead of going to a larger restaurant if you can work from home, if your job gives you that capability, do it. Talk to your manager, talk to your supervisor, whomever it may be, and do it. Because it will make it so much easier, again, for the spread to decrease, for the rate of this spread to decrease. And then just keep your place clean. I mean, these are really simple things that your mom, your aunt, your dad, your uncle sister brother friends everyone tells you to do it just do it just take those few minutes each day to do it again wash your hands avoid the large gatherings you know choose the takeout food instead of the large restaurants if you can work from home do it and just keep your place clean and why should you do this especially if you're younger you're thinking okay so why should i do this because i'm probably not going to die well guess what you have a responsibility to society to be smart about this Again, the elder community population is way more at risk. The flu is 10 to 35 times less deadly than the coronavirus right now based on given numbers, based on current numbers, excuse me. So it's very, very important that our elders are safe, that they are more isolated, but you're still chatting with them. You're still making sure that they feel connected to you. So more than ever, it's communication with them to make sure that they're okay, they're feeling good, they're feeling happy, 
and they are the ones that are not being exposed to this virus. And as we stay indoors more, that rate is going to slow. It gives the doctors more time to come up with a vaccine without the pressure of overrun hospitals and people freaking out and creating this situation where it feels like it's the end of the world. It is not the end of the world, but it is a very, very large social, uh, what would we call it here? A social agreement to make sure that we are all taking the necessary steps to slow down the rate of this virus spread. And that, folks, is the coronavirus. There's not much to worry about if you're younger. If you are significantly older, 70 plus, yes, be careful. Make sure that you're staying indoors way more than you are outdoors. But if you're listening to this right now, odds are, seriously, relax. And make sure people around you are relaxed too and just doing the right things. Okay? We're all going to get through this together. All right. So on the docket, I still don't know. I've been thinking about this for some time. Um, On the docket, wash your damn hands. Make sure you're sneezing in your elbows. Make sure that the people around you feel comfortable around you. Just do those little things. Um, Outside of that, um, I I actually had a deep dive on the Washington Redskins. It was a really, really good chat with Kadeen Wiggins, um, another DC native. And uh, I plan on getting that to you guys Monday or Tuesday. I was going to do a March Madness special, but uh, now that that's out of the window, I think um, I'll try and bring you that audio on uh, Monday or Tuesday, which is when I actually want to start doing District Divided to start releasing it on that Monday or Tuesday instead of your Fridays and stuff where people are busy and stuff like that. So yeah, anyway, again, everyone stay safe. Make sure you're doing those right things like we've been talking about. And just, I mean, continue to enjoy life. Continue to enjoy what you love to do and uh, just be smart about it. Simple as that. Um, And on that note, I think it's time for Polly Polo to take us out. So Polly Polo, do your thing. I spent my whole damn life in the city. Anywhere I go, DC's coming with me. Spent my whole damn life in the city. I can go for broke, but the capital is in me. I spent my whole damn life in the city. Anywhere I go, DC's coming with me. I spent my whole damn life in the city. I can go for broke, but the capital is